Alexa, connect. Searching. Hello, people. Now connected to Charles's iPad. We're going to figure that out later. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, listeners and storytellers? Welcome to another episode of You Got You Got a Story. I am your host and humble host, O to the motherfucking T. But you can just call me OT for short. And shout out to TK Kirkland just because. Got a couple ads for you guys, man. Just wanted to, you know, in case you guys want some free stuff. Not free, but cheaper stuff. Like, if you guys want to... Um, if you guys are into sports, you want to read some articles about some teams that you guys believe in and you guys want to know more about, go ahead to the theathletics.com slash flagrant2 for 40% off. They write about sports that are actually good. Hey, man, do your thing. Also, Plan B pills are $9.99 on Amazon. Go ahead and buy that ahead of time. I don't know if it's work. This came from the Her, Call Her Daddy podcast. So we're going to see. I mean, y'all let me know. Also, Blue Chew. It's a boner pill. It's all the same Viagra stuff, but without the Viagra side effects. If you do the bluechew.com with the promo code flagrant, they'll give you a a, a free sample. Um, if you got Raycon, if you like wireless headphones, I got them. I like them. I use them. I use this promo code. They're 20% off. They're normally like 80, but 20% off is 64 plus the shipping is 70 bucks. That's half of what headphones really are. Uh, so, yeah, man, y'all enjoy that. So we're going to start this off, man, with a, a song that I'm fucking with, that I like, that I appreciate, and it is called River, and I'm going to have my uh, my guest actually jump in and, and say the, the names, because uh, he can pronounce them way better than mine. So this is River, and it is by... Ibeyi. Ibeyi. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. I will come to your river. I will come to your river. 
All right, guys, we're back. Thank you, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of You Got a Story. I really appreciate you listeners and storytellers all so much. My my guest today is uh is somebody um I've known for about almost a couple years now. Yeah. You know, and we've we went to the same college together. Uh met each other at the BSU, I'm pretty sure. And we uh we just stayed stayed connected and I wanted to, I wanted to have my moment to interview him. Um, because I think he's a very insightful philosopher. So please, ladies and gentlemen, help me introduce I'm gonna have you say your last name G because I don't wanna no, butcher it. But cool. help me introduce Don Ajayi or Adebayo Ajayi for the Ajayi. Full, for the full name. Yeah, say your full name like with the, like, with the without the interruption. Go ahead. Adebayo Ajayi. Whew. My guy. So uh how you doing today, Don? I'm good. You know, I just came from the gym. It's been a long, a longish day. Was uh, on Lita.com learning new computer skills and hit the gym. And then you hit me up, and I was like, Yeah, you know, let me after after the gym, I'm a I'm a, I'm a slide through. So it's been it's been a good day. You know, kind of hungry still. I had a protein <laughs> shake, but I'm still a little hungry. But other than that, I can't, can't complain. Where? Can't complain. How about up. you? I'm all right, man. I would have went to the gym today, but I <laughs> we, we was doing this. And I get you. So uh, I had to I had to forfeit. I'm actually late on it anyway because I, I did another interview on Monday, so I just oh okay. So I went to the gym yesterday, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna just do it Thursday and Friday. I like going to the gym on Friday. On Friday, yeah, no, same. I do that too. I go four times a week: Monday, Tuesday. Are you still going four? I before here's the funny thing though. When I first met you and you put me on to working out, I did a typical bro split. You know, like a typical what like what you think dudes do, go to the gym and do right the Monday chest and tries, Tuesday back and by uh, back and buys. Then Wednesday shoulders and something else like and I, I hated it. I hated I hated the gym and I was like and I quit I quit like four times because like yeah <laughs> like, I look good already and I, I can look better but I'm all right you know and yeah. then I took about a year off and I studied uh, full body training and that really got me strong but it let me put a lot of weight and after that I evolved from full body training to upper lower split so four times a week upper lower upper lower so I like it so far hmm, that's interesting though that you quit and kept quitting. Uh, um, yeah, I do that. I've done that a couple times though. Like, just but you stay with it though for like what <laughs> ten years, <laughs> almost ten years. You get me? Like, I quit like a month in, and it, I took a year off. I was in there for a month, and I took a year off. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like we, like we were saying before the podcast started. I'm I'm the kind of dude who's like I've I've made once you do you once you've done anything sixty six days, it becomes a habit. And as long as as long as you maintain your habits, you're great. So I do it after 60, 66 days. It's just mindset. So whenever I want to come back to the gym, I just go ahead because I'll take a break when I'm depressed or if uh, I have nothing going on. Yeah. But if I'm like constantly like dealing with life, like I need to go to the gym because, you know, people think you need more me time when you're going through uh, situations. But that's kind of the, to your detriment. You got to keep yourself busy to get through those hard times. You know what I mean? I get you. So you're not always your your thoughts that don't swallow you up. I get you. Yeah, because too. Yeah, I, I'm just noticed too much. I mean, the the depression could be depression in America or from the world. Hey, America, let's keep it there. For why it's so high is because we have so much free time now. Because there's no one fighting wars. There's nobody going to backbreaking conquered uh concrete you know manual label jobs we're all looking for computer jobs you think so i think it's the total opposite you think we're going back to building stuff i mean it's been statistically been proven that americans now have less free time than we've ever had and that that has doubled with the obesity epidemic that has doubled with the so if you notice um i don't know if you read uh uh peer-reviewed articles but multiple people have posted uh 
uh, a bunch of findings that's kind of alarming. It's in that, first of all, Americans now work more than we've ever worked before in our life. Even though, like you said, we have free time, right? But as a whole, Americans have, we've worked more than we've ever had to work before, right? And now the middle class is shrinking. Well, I don't know during this presidential election if it's shrinking, but it's been shrinking for a while. And so now Americans are forced to work more and more. And so when they're forced to work more and more, they have less me time. And now that could be good for some people, but I think it's bad for a lot of people because when you work and you come home, right? You, after a long day of a nine to five, you come home. You probably don't care about going to the gym. You probably don't care about eating right. You probably don't care about sleeping right. All you care about is paycheck to paycheck. And if you're in a constant cycle of worrying about your basic needs and nothing else, you don't have you don't have the time to think, to grow, to focus on what makes you happy. Because on a nine to five, it's very hard to have a hobby. Because like let's say you, you come home at nine, right? It takes you an hour to make food. And let's say you're the kind of person that hates cooking, right? So you buy something that's you know, fast food and fast food has antibiotics, RBST from uh, uh, cows and uh, grass fed stuff. And all that affects you because what you eat is what you are. Right. And so you couple all that. And now Americans more than ever, depression is the highest, not because I think of our free time. It's because so many of us are are not forced to work, but we have to work to make it, make a living. And that affects our emotional spectrum that affects our physical bodies that affects our sleep. Also a big thing. There's been a, link between um, Alzheimer's, poor sleep, and depression. Hmm. And Americans are now, we've, we're sleeping less than we've ever before. And so all that, I believe, I mean, and the, 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 the articles are there. There's literally a link between Alzheimer's and lack of sleep. There's a link between low testosterone and lack of sleep. So people think going to the gym makes you manly. And, you know, you know how people say sleep is for the weak? That's the biggest lie you ever hear in your life. <laughs> sleep is for the strong. Mm-hmm. The strong, they work hard but they sleep even harder. Like, let's say you, you work for seven hours, right? And during those seven hours, let's say you come home and you have four hours of sleep. Those seven hours was wasted because you're, you're I'm learning this harder because I'm a habitual poor sleeper, right? And it's been proven that when you enter deep sleep, um, your brain kind of restarts itself and you, you learn faster after a good night's of sleep. Yeah. So instead of like cramming for a test, it's better to study for two hours and get six to eight hours of sleep and study in the morning because your brain literally functions better after a good night, good night, a good night of sleep. So I think, honestly, the depression is, it, I'm not giving it as the only answer, but I'm saying it's a complex thing, and I definitely think it's the opposite. I definitely think Americans, since I can only speak for Americans because I am American, <laughs> we do um, suffer from uh, poor time management and just we're always working. We're always working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, poor, poor time, time management for sure. Um, not on my end though. I kind of, I kind of hold it down. You know, wake up at six for work. Oh yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I wake up. I probably <laughs> actually know the fun during the summer. I wake up when you. I go to bed when you wake up. I used to like. I'll be up all night and I go to bed at six. Wake up at like yeah. three. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to do that anymore because I have a lot of free time because uh, I don't work during the summer. My job is only during the school year. Yeah. Because I work with kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um. So yeah, I'm trying. And that's the worst. So pretty much so that when you, when you're up, I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's so uh, yeah. And I'm, I don't get home until like nine. Cause I'm yeah, like, and then and then after you're like, damn, you know, like. But the thing is, you have a lot of self discipline. So I'm sure, like, even after like a long day of uh, work, you still take care of what you have to take care of. Whether it's a podcast, yeah, whether it's go to the gym, is make a, a like a balanced meal. But I'm saying there's a lot of people don't after a long day of work. I don't want to think about anything. I just want to come home go on Instagram and just relax. That's the mental barrier that people need to get over because it's not, distractions aren't going to lessen. So the fact that they're going to rise, especially with shit like virtual reality and the 
pretty soon that we're gonna be able to go virtual reality with our brains like they're doing uh in that TV show Black Mirror. Yeah. So we're gonna have to like really buckle down and really decide what we really want individually, right? Like for me, mind, body, and spirit, the Holy Trinity is something I'm noticing keeps popping up a lot. And that's something that I'm going for. So the podcast for me is my spirit. This is where my spirituality comes from. This is where I can I can flush out all of my energy in that regard. And then physical is the gym, and then um, the mental is the work and the job. Ah, see, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. That's I like that. So once I keep that routine, that routine going, I, I just gotta follow it for 66 days, and then you just gotta coast. Once you reach the 66 day mark, just coast. Cruise control. Cruise control. All right. So, Solid. Donald, that was interesting. I mean, it's funny you keep saying uh, uh, we like Americans. I thought last time I checked, you was Nigerian yeah. all the way. I mean, yeah. from Nigeria. Though. Yeah, I'm from Nigeria. Yeah, so you have to like, give you a card already. You chilling? Oh uh, no, 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 that's not <laughs> it. It's, it's just that, like, you know, like American is my uh, my uh, nationality. You know, like it's oh, really? it, it's weird because like when I check the box, it will say. There's no African. There's usually African American or Black, right? Yeah, which I like, hate. I hate African American. I wish they would call really? us American African. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's same. I, it's weird because like, like African American, it, it denotes Amer- like the the denotation is American, right? Yeah. And so the connotation is okay, like it's an African that came to America, right? Uh huh. Which is pretty much me, right? But we've twisted that meaning to mean like Black Americans. So like my parents are, they're African born Americans. Like they 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 live in America now, but they were born in Africa, which is later the word African and then the dash American. Mm-hmm. So it's weird because there's no African, but at the same time, I'm not gonna deny like I spent half my life here. I I am I am as much American as I am African. So I know that sometimes people say, oh, it's not cool to be American. No, I mean I lo- I love my I love the fact that I grew up in America. I I got so many opportunities in this country that I would never never have had back home, and I don't think I'll ever have anywhere else. So. You know, I'm proud to be American. I'm proud to be African. So it goes hand in hand. So do you do you think you uh not entitled, but do you think you should get some of the reparations? Get some of the reparations. The reparations that America has been talking about for Black people. For, so for uh, the slavery conversation. I don't think Africans necessarily need reparations because we weren't directly affected by mm-hmm. the Jim Crow, the black black uh the black laws. I mean, what's it called the the laws that that didn't target because you can't make laws. After segregation, they couldn't make laws that directly were racist in com- in complete literacy. Uh-huh. So they added. Um, I think it's Jim Crow. No, not after Jim Crow. They're called Black Code Law, something like that. Kind of like um, I don't know if you've read, but back then African Americans and uh, and Latinos, I believe Latinx people used to wear baggy suits, zoots, zoot suits. Yes, and instead of saying because it's illegal to say Black people can't and uh, Latinos and Hispanics can't wear um zoot suits. They made a a quasi law that 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 pretty much banned zoot suits. But guess who guess who only wears zoot suits? African Americans and Latinos. So if you think about the way the law is structured is, it's not directly saying black folks can't wear it and Latinos can't wear it and people of color can't wear it. But who are the people that wear zoot suits? So you do you know what I'm saying. So I mean, like I wasn't directly affected by that. My parents weren't directly affected by all like you know Jim Crow laws the uh you know antebellum stuff like that like it wasn't i was my parents were back home my ancestors were back home Mm -hmm. so i don't think africans necessarily need to get reparations if they want to it's up to them but i don't think we should and i and i I don't believe reparation can work i think it's too late for that well well for the first part of that i respect i definitely respect your answer and two i want to know more about uh why do you think it's not going to work 
because uh, of, because of, like Native Americans fucked it up for everybody. No, actually, I no, I actually think the opposite. I think of all people, Native Americans, or um, let's use this indigenous people. Yeah, na- uh, the, the indigenous folks of the land. You know, I don't think they fucked it up. I think um, it's just based on. I think America has the poorest sense of blackness in the world. I think um, as of now, anyone with a tan and a little bit of a curly hair is considered black, and mm-hmm. I think that that's pitiful. I think, you know, like. So I ever see some folks saying I'm 25% black, 30% black. I'm like, look at yourself, right? Let's do some math. If you're 35% black, damn, you're 70, 70%, I believe 70%, not black. So you, you, you're, you're literally not. like, Yeah, so you're, the majority of your bloodline, although race is a social construct, if we're going by that social construct, you're majority not black, if that makes sense. So I'm seeing folks that, like, you know, my African ancestry says I'm 35% this, and I'm like, how does that relate? Like, because like the fun things back home. If I take a lighter skinned person home, you know, let's say we take one of our light skinned friends home, right? That I mean, they'll be they'll be teased and made fun of, and but it'll be in um in a very shallow kind of way. They'll call them Oyibo. Oyibo means white. It means oh white or denotation of whiteness. Okay. Because as at the matter of fact is, um, black people have the most phenotype variation in the world. What does that mean? What was phenotype that? is your physical attributes. Okay. Kind of like your skin color, your eye color, your nose, oh, okay. your chin shape, your head shape. And, you know, Af- Africans have a strong phenotype. Like, you can kind of see an African's phenotype and say he's definitely... Phenotype. Phenotype. He, he was born okay. on the continent, you know? That's and a new word for me. Is a new word? <laughs> a new word for me. Phenotype. I never yeah, heard that it's, before. it just describes your physical characteristics. And, and uh, black people, we have the most diversity. Because you, can, you can't get brown or anything else from not black like black is pretty much the, the the spectrum for which all races can deviate from right yeah and so my point is uh folks back home will call lighter skinned folks or just people that just don't look african on your boat because it, means it, it denotates of um of um of whiteness because i know because i know that in the deepest part of africa right in the middle the congo you have probably the purest people of color what i mean is you find people that have like 100 percent african dna in them that's very rare it's very rare to say anyone is 100 percent this 100 percent like no one's 100 percent black you know like almost no one is but you, you notice that when you go to the smack middle of africa pretty much like right right away from the coast right away from egypt morocco uh you go right in the in the smack middle in the middle you, center, yeah in the middle center, yeah pretty much it, it was harder for settlers and colonizers to come in and you know have Take babies me. with with uh, the African people, so you you find these these groups of people that have been untouched by Western civilization. Why was it harder? Because were they located? Well, it was just simple geography, and you had to you had to fight deeper. It's like it's easy, it's easy to colonize um, the coast because the coast is right next to the uh, the water, and so ships come in. And what do you do? You, you colonize the the area, and then you march in. But then you march into a certain point, you realize I'm low on supplies, I'm low on food, I'm low on troop support. Let me go back. So it's just simple geography. Oh, so it's just like how Russia has their their ice defense. Kind of like that. It's like yeah, that, the, the all deep, that snow. The deeper stuff. you go into a, a a continent, the harder it is to take it over because you simply have to just trek more, right? Yeah. And so pretty much when you go to these remote places in Africa, they're usually right in the middle, and you notice you see people the darkest of skin tones, and the dark like the the nappiest of hair or the the wooliest of hair, and those people have the purest the purest DNAs because. Um, they were never colonized, and these people tend to stick with their um, with their own. Mm. And so, to me, those people are like I would say the purest 
people on earth like their dna has been untouched they there was no race mixing they they stayed what they are and uh, a lot of us are uh, they racist you think huh like if you if you were to meet one of them today you think they would they would absolutely they I'm would sh- mess with anybody other outside of that gene no, pool no i mean I, it wouldn't be racism i think it would be xenophobia xenophobia is the fear of uh, a nation other than your own you know um, um, so you are and, a smart dude <laughs> i just i have a I, I like to read stuff that has nothing to do with me and what's your major a computer information system. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, what is the what ethical studies? What is the? Well, I don't know. No, it's, it, don't worry about it. Um, but no, it was, no, I'm just. I was thinking about like this is not the typical black studies. Yeah, it's not typical man, black so, studies. But like, but you still know so much. Yeah, which is so I know, honored, yeah. But I don't know really. I'm an accountant. That's all. I. That's all I went to. That's yeah, that's all all, if you're about. making money, honestly, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'd, rather be, I'd rather be more inclined to know about myself than not money true. for for real. Good point. Good point. Yeah, but, I, like, I'm envious of that. But really? before we get into that uh, topic, you go ahead and continue. Um. So those people, like I believe, like the closer you get to blackness, the less, the less recessive features you see. For example, lighter skin, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That's a recessive feature. That's a deviation, because uh, the dominant gene, if you, the dominant gene is darker skinned, cur- curly to nappy hair, and dark eyes. Right, and anything other than that is called a a, a mutation. For example, blue eyes is a mutation from brown and brown brown eyes. Because blue eyes didn't exist first, brown eyes existed. Then there was a mutation, and then brown eyes got the, the, the two, um, what do you call it? And then it became blue eyes. So you notice, like, those people are pretty much the, the start of civilization. The, the start of civilization started from people that were so black, they looked green. And then, <laughs> and then everybody else simply were, were simply mutations of that. And, and that's, so I think that America, we have the poorest sense of blackness because we see anybody, oh, you know, uh, the person has a, a tan, you know, they say the N-word a lot, they ra- they listen to rap music, they grew up in the hood, they have curly hair, they're black. But, like, that that to me is, like, because America, like, uh, it it's, it pays for us to be unknowledgeable in race. It, it pays for us because then it feeds the idea of the one black rule. The one black rule says any percentage of black in you makes you black. Mm-hmm. But, but, but scientifically, that makes no sense because <laughs> no one is 100% anything. For example, I'm sure there's some black folks that have Asian in them, right? I've never met that. Oh person. no, no, no! You probably have. That's the thing, because no one is one hundred percent anything in this world, True. unless you're like one of those people that grew up in that isolated, you know, mm-hmm. tribe or group of people. Does that mean they were sleeping with their cousins too on the low? Like, was they like incestual? Because there's not that many di- uh, divisions in in gene pool if they're all centered in one mass. So eventually, a cousin is gonna hook up with a cousin. I'm sure, but in African cultures, it's very taboo to do that. And also, we know that incest produces the worst genes. Yeah, I heard about so, that. So, like, I, and African people, like, uh, I, the, uh, our culture has hints of always breeding for the best, the, the best generation. Like, you know, you, you so like are, some gladiator war. You know, not some gladiator, but, but <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, one man enters, only one yeah. man leaves. Yeah, it was something of the sort. Like, uh, our our people, <laughs> we the, 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 there are hints of us taking the best of our genetics and saying, hey, this is a strong person, and hey, this is a strong person. These two people make great babies, and let's try to make them married or back so, then arrange marriage. So the weak really wasn't getting no pussy out there. Yeah, but th- that's that's true for almost any type of species in the world. Really? Because okay, species, All right. species, because 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 we're humans are species, but that's true. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, the, I call those animals. I, I don't. You, yeah. you think? So? I mean, I, I mean, I, I think we're animals, but after you hit a certain, after you evolve, I, I think you can't be an animal. For example, we've been like evolution, like. There, there, it's levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, you're right, we're animals, 
But I think we evolved so much that I don't think we can call animals. We, we still act on animal instincts, animal instincts, but I think we've evolved past referring to ourselves as animals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I, I look at it more as a, the real only different the only difference between animals and humans is humans, uh, they harbor their emotions over what they've done in the past. Like in their, and they judge themselves over that. I think animals, they just accept who they are and their instincts. How do you know that? Because when's the last time you've seen a cheetah cry over killing something, right? Or any Actually, uh, but then it's, it's not that cheetahs can't cry. It's like you, you're basing, because, okay, so human beings, our emotions are visible. Like when we're sad, we cry. When we're happy, we smile, right? But some of these animals don't have the muscles to, to engage that emotion. For example, we know that like, like, uh, um, tear ducts. So, yeah, like for example, some some animals produce don't have tear ducts, and because they're reptiles, so there's no need. They have like the eyelid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you can't, and but we can't say since it doesn't cry, it can't feel, it can't feel sadness. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I just meant it more as like they don't feel like regret for what they do. They do what they do, and that's it. Hmm. They don't think about it. They don't f- uh, ponder about the. Oh, right. I did it you're wrong. Right. I did. I just yo. I woke up today. I did this today. Go back to sleep. I think yeah. You're. I think definitely. That, that's definitely true. But I think uh, the more advanced the species, the more do that. For example, dolphins, dolphins and whales. They're hoes. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. That's where the term semen come from. Because pirates and shit would be out in, in sea and they'd be fucking dolphins. I thought that that's the term of m- mermaids. I thought that's how, that's how, oh, oh mammoth, mammoths, like the big chunky looking like, like narwhals, but huge. It's like, so like that, the, the whole idiom and the whole ballad of uh, men being lost at sea due to uh, uh, mermaids. It's because they'll see these big animals that they're like, think of voluptuous women, but with tails because they were pale skin. And the men were like, what is this? And the men would look at it and they wouldn't pay attention to the, to, to the stare, to, to the rut. How do you, what do you call it? Not the mask, the, uh, I know you're the talking thing. About you know how you play Assassin's Creed and you like, you're like, yeah, yeah. it's that wheel. <laughs> yeah, the wheel. I, I kind of, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, so I, that's where that I, I believe I might be wrong, but I believe that's where that comes from. But you think so? Yeah, because like they would be out in sea. Because this is what I just heard from somebody talking. Um, and they like they went out to sea and they'd be yeah. out to sea for so long that eventually a dolphin, because they have sex, just to have sex too, like us. So they would just like they catch a dolphin and they just go to town. And that's where semen come from. <laughs> what? I have never ever heard that before. For real? Yo, I heard it, man. I, I ain't make it up. I I'm not that smart. <laughs> but that's that was crazy. A funny ass, I mean, it might have been a joke, but it was a funny ass like moment, like to think, like, damn, is that really where gotcha. semen came from? You know, that kind of reminds me of the first person to suck cow titty. Was like, damn, this is kind of fire. For they, milk, right? Yeah, they're like, yo. Like, yeah, like, who the, was the first one? Like, the, what the fuck? I didn't think like, about that. Like, I, I always thinking, think about the first about stuff, but the, like, yeah, who was the first to say, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna drink out of this cow's yeah, uh, uh, udder. Udder, and they're like, this kind of this kind of hits. Wow. <laughs> and when you look at like, when you look at milk too, it looks disgusting. Like fresh yeah, out the tip, it's pus, it's, it's pus, uh, like that. yeah, it's because it's not made for us. But it looks less blood in there. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my god. So I'm like, the first thing must have been like, yo. It's looking kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking kind of good. Oh, man. Oh, so, yeah. Man. Okay. So, uh, Don, Nigerian, half of your life in America. Yeah. Your first language is Nigerian, correct? Oh, no. It's not. Nigerian doesn't have Oh, you're right. Because there's so many tribes. And uh, I'm Yoruba. Okay. So, I, Igbo, I can't speak a, a lick of. Igbo is tough. It's very hard. Yoruba is it hard. It's, um, 
it's hard to understand. It's kind of like if like it's like a foreigner learning English. English is one of the hardest things to learn in the world. Hmm. It's like there, but I wouldn't say Igbo is as hard as English, but Igbo is just harder to learn because Yoruba, which is what what I I speak and I fully understand, but I struggle to speak. Um, Yoruba is like Spanish. The words flow out. There's lots of connotations. Sometimes English is used. Sometimes English is not. For example, "mofe uh, omi" or "mofe water." In 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 uh, my that dialect, both of them are both accurate. I use English in one, and I used the full uh, the full Yoruba in the other. They are both interchangeable. So um, Yoruba um, Igbo is hard because there's less interchangeable words. So it's either you speak it 100 percent, or you don't. Mm. So you can't really it's like if there's a word in Yoruba I don't understand, I'll just say it in English and usually the person that speaks Yoruba will understand like okay I get it but if I try to do the same thing for Igbo they'll be like what? Mm. you know so back into it uh yeah see so i i am envious of you just because of uh your connection to your past i i always i always do get frustrated with that uh the fact that i don't know the background of who i am and um and so when i see like nigerians come and they have all this pride yeah. and, <laughs> I, I like they said pride because that that if you want to describe Nigerians in one word, you got pride, yeah. pride. You just gotta say that pride, yeah. And it's frustrating for me because really, yeah, the because when they because when Nigerians say stuff like, "Oh, I'm the first generation this," or "I'm the second, I I got a problem with that because you don't know that. Like, you don't know if if your father was one of the people that got took, and technically he was the first black person in America. He was just a slave. So that's the really the first generation. And so it's like you're kind of disconnecting yourself from us from the very beginning from that even sentence. It's like it's like you're almost not acknowledging us as a part of you because uh, we don't know we're a part of you. You know what I mean? I, 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 can, I can see the, the thought process, but I think this kind of goes with the idea of praising something does not mean you're dis, dis, disrespecting something else. I could be like, I hear this all the time. Or I love black women, right? Mm-hmm. Also, you don't, you, you don't like Latino women. That, I mean, I'm not saying you can't be black and Latino, but you don't like white passing Latino women. You don't like you don't like Italian women. You don't like that. That's what people hear. But when I say, "Hey, I really like black women," they take that praise of black women or black black people or African women. Mm-hmm. Like I like African women. Like, oh, why don't you like this? Why don't you like that? I never said that. What you interpreted is that because that comes from a different place, a place I don't know because I don't know you, I don't know what you've been through. But all the words that were said for me was that I like, you know, I like black women. It's like saying, I love my PS4. Oh, you must hate Xbox. <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. Oh, I love, uh, I love... Xbox is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I love Call of Duty. Oh, you must hate Battlefield then. Okay. Oh, I love Mortal Kombat. You must hate uh, uh, Guilty Gear then. No, it, it's, it's, I simply pray something doesn't mean I disrespected or downplayed something else. So I, I think that comes from something else, you know. That comes from a, a a yearning to 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 connect to something that you feel like you never got the chance to. And I for your other point, you mentioned that it's impossible to say it's a first generation. Well, I mean, if you just think about it, a lot of Nigerians can trace 
we can trace our family chart. That's something we're proud of. We can say, this is our uncle. This is our great uncle. This is our great, like, and we can trace them, right? So Nigerians, oftentimes, most of us stay on the continent. And when we leave the continent, we oftentimes leave the continent for job opportunities or a better life. Most of like, and although Nigeria was one of the places hit hardest by the Atlantic slave, uh, slave trade, but most of us can trace our ancestry. So if someone's, if, if one of us says that we're uh, first generation this, we most of the time they're, they're right because their parents are still back home. Their whole generation is still back home. Their great grandmother, their aunties, their uncles, some of their brothers are still back home and they're the only one there. And so that's why oftentimes you might hear that because oftentimes um, our people can literally say, this is my, this like kind of like, like the old Abrahamic uh, way of saying, uh, Isaac, son of blah 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 blah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. we can literally like trace that. So that's where that comes from. Okay. You, I mean, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And so then it, it begs the question, though, that I mean, you guys know your family tree, but I mean there are pieces missing. Yeah, right? I, I think you can, can never 100 percent know your family tree, but yeah, there there are pieces missing. Yeah. So the pieces that are missing that I'm thinking about are from the slave trade. So like, there's no, there's no real way to kind of follow that. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, you're absolutely right. And so that's and that's where I think that comes from for me is because um, you're right. It is it is part, you know, a yearning. Yeah, of course, because um, uh, you always want what you never had type yeah. of thing. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I saw also logic, a little bit of rationale for me, because, um, you know, a lot of them were Nigerians, not yeah. a lot of them, but, you know. Yeah. For, yeah. From the coast, like from I said, the coast. from the coast. So makes sense. it's like it's like for me, it's like, yo. <laughs> Like it, it, it dawns on me that technically a lot of a lot of Nigerians that come here are like the tenth generation, but we're so stubborn in America. We don't want to go test ourselves to figure out who we are, so we there's no way to really figure that out. And I, I would just like to know that because you know I, it's hard, it's hard to like started from the bottom. Now we here, like it's hard to really think I started from the bottom, and and I'm not 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 that it would be a bad thing. It's just a frustrating thing because no one starts from the bottom. Yeah, technically. I, yeah, I, right? don't think, I don't think anyone truly because if you start from the bottom, you wouldn't be alive. And so. our and our bottom is hell. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So I get you. Um, we just got to the fucking to the surface of the of the planet with the hip hop. You know what I mean? You think hip hop? I, I think we got to the planet way before hip hop. Actually, I also have a problem with hip hop too, but that's a different discussion. But I think I think I think learning, especially I don't know if you've heard of the the Moors, right? The Moors are like. If there's something you want to be proud of, I know, like I, I know, they, I know the handshake. Yeah, the handshake. What yeah, handshake? they got a handshake. I met a more like in North Carolina at my mom's uh situ some family thing, and he did the handshake, and I was it's the weirdest stuff. I have though. never seen. I've never. I didn't know it was a handshake. Yeah, I, just, I just know general knowledge about it. But like um, like once you study that, my uncle, my, gra- my grandfather was a more. Oh okay. That, yeah, that, yeah, I think that's what and my mom told the, me. the cool thing is, you actually can make a lot of money just off that name alone being a more. You should look it up. I don't want to say anything. But if you just look up being the more, there's some benefits because your name holds a certain. I, I like just just look, the loopholes to being the more. Mm-hmm. So just you, yeah, you just look it up. But I'll say if you look up that history, right? Yes, you know, especially tied with Pan Africanism, you realize that um, I don't think to me hip hop is not something like that put black people on black folks. I wouldn't say black folks. I'll say me- melanated folks on the map. Say that one I, more time. Me- melanated folks. Melanated. Pe- yeah, people with high levels of melanin. Okay. That's um, a new term for me again. <laughs> Melanated. Um, right. I would say the Moors have been doing that. Obviously, obviously, the history wasn't told because the history is told by the winners, not the losers. Of course. But, so I, I don't, I don't think we're put on by hip hop. I think 
But then what what, 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 then what we were put on by? Because I don't see us, like, as a whole, because we've grown so much yeah. in hip-hop. Like, I don't see anything else that was on the same top tier that made us all on equal footing with some of the white people we see at the basketball courts and NBA final games and shit. Um, I'll say, if if you, I'll say the first thing would be to, to look at look at that is the world isn't black and white. You feel me? Like, um, isn't black and white. Yeah, it isn't okay. black and white. The, the universe, although there's a, it's a yin-yang, but if you notice in that yin gang, there's a, there's a meeting of the black and the white, and right in the middle, and those colors merge. So it's not completely white, completely black. There's there's always going to be merging, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one thing I don't like is, especially, and you just did it right now. I'm I'm not disrespecting you, but every time black folks are talking about something, we always bring up white white people, no matter what it is. I could be at a like I I went to an event that was about you know black liberation. You know, I used to be super into that stuff, not as much, but it was like black liberation and black consciousness. And the discussion, although warranted, was completely about white people. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I hear you. And that seemed to be the theme of everywhere. Every time there's a pro-black space, someone has to bring in white people. And I'm like, damn, they really have power over you to always bring them up. Because I like, I, I like, I'm sure if white people, white people, or not, I don't know, I'm gonna say white, not white, white people, non people, <laughs> n- not not Europeans, non melanated people. Don't go in circles and talk about black people. They don't. I mean, how would you know that? Because it's, I mean, what is it to gain? Think about it. What is it to I gain? Mean they, I mean, our dollars is probably one of the strongest. They want to get know, our No, but I'm thinking, thinking of the average non-African-American person. Okay. Do you think they go to circles and talk about black folks? Now, the radical ones do, I'm saying. But I'm talking about the, the vast majority. They don't. When they go to events, when they go to gatherings of just people, they're not thinking, what are black people doing right now? They don't. But what I'm saying is, oftentimes when we go to these pro-black spaces, the first words I hear is white people. I'm like, damn, you have a sea of melanated people in front of you, and the first words out of your mouth are white people. I'm not going to disagree because I... <clears throat> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, get, I, get, I 100% get what you're saying. Um, so, but I think I know the reason. Though. Yeah, I, I know the reason too. And it, it's, it's a valid reason. It's a totally... The, reason the valid reason the is because... Um, they mastered the art of, you know, uh, discrimination and uh, capitalism and uh, a combination of uh, white superiority. They, they mastered that, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, we still live that to... We still... Not not every single one of them mastered it. A select few mastered it, and it gave all of them a benefit. You know, they all benefit from it somehow. Yeah. But I still don't think that every way they go, they're like thinking, what are those naggers doing? Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> well, we sh- if we show up, they be looking. They be yeah, looking well, like well, they talk about us. Yeah, but. I mean, because obviously it's, it's a because I'm. I mean, let's be honest. Like a, a group of black folk pull up somewhere, everyone knows we're there. Because you know what I'm saying it's just that's just what it is. Yeah, know? yeah. So I mean, uh, that's interesting. Because I think I think the the reason is um, it is capital. I mean, it's, it's it's some of the things you said, but it's also that's our start, and so that's who we blame. True. I, I get you. It's, 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 it's so almost like victim. It's like we're victim. We're making victims of, our, of ourselves. Yeah. Victim mentality. Yeah, yeah. Cause we're not letting it go. And um, we don't have to let it go. By the way, we don't have to let it go. We don't have to, but I do think a lot of us that becomes the, 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 the de facto, the, the starting point of our, of our identity is victimhood. Which, yeah. Because yeah. that's, it, it technically was the starting point for a yeah. lot of black Americans. A lot, but not every, but that seems to be the, the, the dominating narrative. Because think about think of all thing. So black people are, are global, right? Yeah. Due to 
diaspora and just you know colonization not even colonization there's just black folks that simply moved you know think of pangea when the continents were all together mm-hmm. i'm sure our ancestors said hey you know it's kind of cold over here it's kind of sucks i'm gonna go with my monogamous woman or person i fancy and i'm gonna go find you know a new place to be and they migrated so to, there's also parts of our culture that there's literally not related to uh, 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 colonization in any way you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah. i think I think that should be part of reparations, though. Like, I think, think they so? should. No, no, I think not that. I think they should, like, as as a like a luxury, like, give a bond out to these like DNA people so we can learn more about ourselves. Like, help us learn who we were. I think I think the uh, the first foremost people should be people that were directly affected or families were affected by by you know like people like who I can trace. Hey, like that last name Jones. Like Jones, that's a that's not a black like when i say black that's not an african name that's a yeah. that's a uh, an owner has a name yeah and johnson to, patterson, yeah, Pat, patterson yeah. you know yeah stuff like that so i would say you know start from there start, and then, <laughs> yeah okay. so oh, start, yeah okay. start from there yeah, yeah. and then dribble whatever there is dribble it out but start from there yeah um, yeah you, just, yeah it makes the most sense because yeah. those are people literally affected and you can literally say hey you know you're my not fam- johnson so what's yeah, your real last name what's your real last name like your family is yeah so that's my point i'm not saying yeah that's that's just my point um but yeah, I definitely think back to what I said about the yin yang is that um, you can. The absence of black isn't white, to me. Isn't white. Yeah, I don't so think so. The absence of when black when it comes when it comes to race when, when it comes to race not actual color when it when it comes to race because because <laughs> you know the white color is a combination of everything because of color, so the white white the, the color white you see it's uh-huh. a combination of yellow blue yeah yeah. Just like that, uh, yeah, that like a pink, yeah. But I'm, t- I'm talking about race, not color. So. No, of course, I'm yeah. just following along with you. So I definitely think that that's the first thing a lot of people in America have to realize that the opposite of views and totally, it's not like it's. You shouldn't think black folks are the victims, white folks are the uh, oppressors, because you have to realize a lot of people also oppress you. You just don't think about it. If you go to South America, the person that's that created a we're first world oppressed, huh? We're first world. First world, what does that mean? Like, you know, for people say first world problems. Oh, yeah. We're first world oppressed. We're not we're not oppressed like they are in, like, India right now. Or not, I'm, I'm not going to say they're oppressed. I don't know which country I'm thinking of, but, like, oppression is real when the government's... Uh, Totalitarian. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. You know, so, when the yeah. government has, uh, doesn't have any, any kid gloves with you. Like, yeah, that's like, hey, you're going to do what I say you're going to do. What I, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely, yeah. And then I think also being able to think about that and realize, you know, yeah, you know, this sucks. This, this country was built on blah, blah, blah. But man, oh man, I I love it being here, and, and you know what I'm saying like I'm bro, like I'm, I'm there's so many places in the world that you'd go and you'd be like, you know what, being called a nigger isn't that bad, <laughs> and I can punch him in the face with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't punch him out there. Yeah, this isn't that. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's the first thing, and I used I guess, especially when I was very very, I was reading all the literature. I I was I was kind of viewing the people in that space. I kind of took on that idea and it was like uh and i had to let go of it because i realized like it's you're more than that like your personality is more than that like yeah you know like this happened but at this point you now have some uh, uh, uh agency over how you live your life mm-hmm. and i think if you take that into if you if you if you really want power is to realize that you control how you live your life to yeah. a certain extent yeah to, to, to a higher extent than you than you think you are you know what i'm saying yeah so, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. That's my point. Yeah, that's a good valid point. For, yeah, I balance it out like uh with with just realizations that, you know, my grandfather 
uh, was a hardworking farmer and a migrant. Oh, he was a farmer? Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, That's he, solid. He did tobacco. At North That's Carolina. actually a solid occupation. I wish I knew how to do <laughs> farming because my mother would disagree. Now, really? Because <laughs> my, yeah, my, my mom had like twelve brothers and sisters. 14, oh, okay, okay, cool. So they all had to go on that land. I see that because that's a skill that you go anywhere in the world if you can make your own food it's interesting that you grow think, your own food it's interesting because you, you're right you grow your own your vegetables and stuff to feed your family but like if you ask any typical city dude yeah, of out course. here or any North Carolina dude in my generation now they'd be like fucking who, who wants to farm yeah true because I mean it makes sense uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs but as you fulfill your basic needs you don't care about it for example it, it's really a, a triangle think of a triangle right and the, the highest is self-realization and happiness and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But the bottom is food, survival, uh, procreation, and just not dying. So obviously, like, when, once you've hit that first level, then the food is like, eh, you don't care about it. Now it's mm-hmm. more about how you present yourself. That's how you present yourself. It's how you perceived. Then it's a job. Then it's then what you really, really want. So Maslow was, a, I believe it was, I think it was not a philosopher, but something, someone important. And it's just saying that human beings, we operate on a hierarchy. And the basic hierarchy yeah. is food and survival. As a food and survival, everything else. So it makes sense why he's dude from NC was like, we're supposed to be a farmer, you got Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, going to Chick-fil-A and get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it, I, I don't fault him for that. It's a, it's, a, it's a normal thought process, you know? Yeah, I don't fault them. I mean, they're my cousins, so I don't fault them for that. But I think the, the balance for me is that knowing that also that my great-grandfather was a slave master. Oh, he was a slave master? He was a slave master to my, oh, I thought, gran- I thought, my great-grandmother. I, I thought he was uh, just a... Uh, 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 Planter, okay. I thought no, 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 no. Like the so my so my grandfather was the farmer. Yeah. But then his father was a slave owner, and his mother oh, was the household. So so your father was biracial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Technically, yeah. 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 Gotcha. yeah. Um, Makes sense. Um. So for me, I kind of got to just accept both sides of it. You yeah, know? I mean that's all you can do. That's all you can do. That's all you can point. do. You can't you, know? you can't hate part of yourself. You don't. And that was a big problem because that's what I was doing. I swear. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing, is, the thing is, you're black passing, so I, I, I don't think what that'll be a problem. Like, I understand if you're like super biracial, you had curly hair, blue. I would understand, like, damn, every day you wake up, you see a part of other in you, right? But yeah. you're pretty, you're a black passing dude. You know, you look like a black man. Well, or, I'm a, okay. yeah. So <laughs> I, I, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of hard for me to think of you saying, damn, you have ten percent or twenty percent, thirty percent this in you, and you should. No, I didn't. I didn't go that deep okay. in it. I, I was more like. I always knew, even before I, I, I learned that information, which is like a few years old for me, it was still about, I'm, 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 a sl- I'm, a, I'm the product of a slave situation, so yeah. therefore I am white, right? I got, I mean, I'm not white, but I have white in me. Yeah, of course. So that's hey, how I looked I at see. it. Say it again. Can you say it again? I have white in me. But you're not? I'm not white. If, if, if Americans thought like that, I believe this racial identity would be an issue. I, you have parts of other races in you. doesn't make you that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no, no, oh, and of, and of course because it also ties into like he was, he raped my great grandmother. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but I'm not a rapist though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Course, so it's yeah. like yeah, and and so, but but the so it was balanced. I do understand though the anger toward white people because my 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 grandfather he probably never said it out loud, but he probably had a very distaste for white people, especially after his father did uh didn't take care of them. Um, um, yeah. they're at the tail end of the end of the slavery part. So, yeah. and my, my, my pops, he, my grandfather, he had like gray eyes and stuff like that. So he was carrying around the weight of knowing he's not fully black, but having to live in a black world. 
like in a white America, but it's still a black person's world of I guess so. of just it was hell. Like like it was literally just not. It's it's not something I want to pass down to my kids. Like I I want to figure out how to break the cycle of hatred, not hatred of of annoyance. I think because I think we're getting to a, away from hatred and more just annoyed uh, by by white people or non militant whatever the the, mm-hmm. the way that you said it. Um, because it's it's it 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 it's it's so mind boggling. But then once you center yourself and keep the balance going that, yo, I'm half this or half that's in me, but I'm still me. I'm yeah. still black. I'm still like, you know what I mean? Like, because we can't unify until we accept those parts of ourselves. I know. So the first thing is, uh, don't make that your identity. You know, like for example, in this podcast, right mm-hmm. now we said, uh, key, key things, but I noticed we we still focused on white people. Okay. You, you see my point? Okay. In this podcast. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying this. We tend to do that. We, we, we go in spaces, right? And somehow, some way, they become the, the center of the, the, the discussion. Well, because, so, I mean, they're in me though, right? Like, no, no, well, of course, of course, of course, of course. And, and, and your, your questions made sense and, and they, they, they warranted the discussion. But I would say like, that first part is just, first of all, accepting like, hey, like, you can't go back in time. You're not like, time traveler and, and you know what i'm saying you say hey you know it is what it is and you move on because like you, you can't you can't control how you're born you can't right mm-hmm. but what you can't control is who you give birth to yeah and how you treat your offspring and how you enter and, and how you operate in the world that is right now exactly so i'll say you know take control of what you can you, you can't take control of and whatever happened learn from it don't don't forget it and don't be scorned by it learn from it so that the cycle doesn't happen again. And yeah. I think I think that that's just if people did that, I think and also you said a key word, annoyance. I don't think I've ever woken up I mean, back maybe in college a little bit when I was like younger, like a sophomore, junior. But I think I've ever woken up and just been annoyed at, at like non moneyed folks. I don't think I've ever woken up. I've woken up like damn, this is tough. Being <laughs> being black is tough. <laughs> and got up and you know, you know, like that was it. And I think I had to because it, it's it's mentally draining. It's a if if that's how you think, you're already at a disadvantage because what you think is what you act on. Because mm. you, your, your thoughts become things. Your, your thoughts become physical. So I think once people start to deviate from that, we'll probably I think that we'll be a better place. I'm I'm not saying we should forget it. We, hell no, we shouldn't forget it. But let's not make that the starting point of our identity. You know. And I think um, um, and maybe they should start like you know focusing on. Like, I focus on my name more than my your ethnicity. Name? My name is like um, Ortavius. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a smooth, you know, right? If someone said, "Hey, yo, my name's Ortavius," I'm like, "Hey, yo, what? I gotta, see this, I gotta see this man. That's a cool name." Yeah, cause it's it's like it's it's it has a bit of a flair. It has a bit of a complexity to it. It's not like, like yeah, I have a I have a basic name, Don, right? Because my 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 my, my grandparents just call me Don. Mm-hmm. So it's like versus hey, Octavius Patterson wants to see you. Like Octavius Patterson. Let me see what that what, what that person looks like. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That, that's that's a cool name, man. And to, yeah, to and pride in that, I appreciate pride you. That. Yeah. Appreciate you. And it's one of those unique names that help me find my own identity. Yeah, that's good. Like, cause I don't I don't know I don't know why I don't like names that I can find anywhere else. Like, I would hate to hear my name echoed and in my and like I, I would hate to hear somebody say my name and it's not they're not calling me. Oh, like, cause cause you feel that like, you feel like you're unique. Your name is unique to you. Exactly. Like, I'd hate saying. to be called John. Like, can you imagine, like, working in an office and there's two Johns? Like, you're hearing your name constantly. Like, that shit would annoy the hell out of me. I guess. So, I think that kind of helps me, too. Like, I just, I, I focused my identity on on what I had. Like, only thing I have in this world is my name. 
Great talk, bro. Like, I, I... All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making it for through another episode of You Got a Story, man. Yo, y'all have a good week, man. This is this this one is because I, I love it, man. This is a nice Melon Monroe record, bro. Y'all be good out there. It's